What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing really good. How are you? I am doing great. You know what? It is a great day. It's always a great day to be a gator because you're either gator, you're either a gator or you're gator bait. You know, so well, we're definitely not gator bait. We this are week. not this week. For so, sure. how was your week? It was, was really good. You had a great, great week last week and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It was good. So yeah, still, it's been really good. It was. I was. Um, we. I had kind of a short week um, as far as work and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, you've had a really nice long weekend. I did. I did. I, uh, took, I took a Friday off and, um, before Labor Day and kind of turned it into a four-day weekend. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. I needed to rest my body a little bit, you know. So, yes. been going hard at work. And so, it's good. I, lo- I love what I do at work. So, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, we watched a lot of college football this past weekend. Yes, we did. And it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We watched college football on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, not we're not Florida State fans or LSU fans, but we have a lot of great friends who are both. I really felt bad for my uh, one of my good friends, Andy, who's an LSU fan. His his whole family or his wife's side of family is from LSU or from Louisiana, and he's the only LSU fan. He's from Louisiana too, but he's the only LSU fan in his yeah. entire family, <laughs> which is hilarious. And so, but yeah, it was a great game to watch. Well, so. and Kylie. Is well, that's also right. Yeah, I forgot LSU about. Fan. Yeah, well, she well she's an alumni. Kylie's an LSU. I totally yes. forgot about that. You know, she is from Louisiana. Right. Her dad's a LSU alum so and booster. She's kind of part of our family yeah, now. Yeah, she's that kind. She is I part mean, of our yes, yeah yeah yeah. You know. She's part of our family, and so yeah, actually, her and uh, Corey and uh, Kylie's dad all tailgated and, and were down there for the game. Yeah. You know, so it was or up there for the game. Right. So, but yeah. So it was a fun week. So and then uh, we had the Bills playing this Thursday. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait! It's going to be such they, a good game. Yeah, so they play the Rams. You yes. know, the LA, the Super Bowl champ, LA Rams. Mm-hmm. They beat the they beat our uh, second, third team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Who day? So right. the goat makes his return for uh, down in uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully this will be the goats last year. So uh, my man Killer Kyle Trask can uh, come off the bench and uh, yeah, do what Gators do. I don't think so, he can make another year after this. I don't know. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, anyway. so so anyway. So this so last week we kind of talked about um, emotional health, and it's something that we love along with leadership and ministry and being shepherds. Um, it's part of uh, how we grow as people and, and and identifying with our emotional needs and, and health health issues and stuff like that so yeah we're gonna kick that off we are and um you know one of the things that we've learned along the way is that um you you can't really grow in any area of your life unless you know um where you are with your emotional health um and so we decided that we would do a whole series on emotional health and um yeah so today is kind of our kickoff for that um and today we're going to talk about identifying the root yeah, now this is like the, this is kind of the hard part, because if you don't get this right, the rest of it is very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Can, can I just say that when you're, when you're talking about identifying the roots, mm-hmm. all I can go back, back to right now in my brain is Stranger Things. Oh, no. You know, with the, the upside down world and, right. and the roots that come up, you know, and kind of attach themselves to people and yes. stuff like that. But that's actually what our emotional health does in a good and or bad way it attaches itself to us and has a 
really, really bad effect on us long term or, mm-hmm. or, or even short term, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, you're, that's a good point because um, the things that we go through don't have to have a long term grip on mm-hmm. us. It can sometimes just be very short term. Um, so that this is good to know that ident- identifying, you know, the, the holds in our lives can can be really good. Yeah. Um, so very few people actually launch from their families into life emotionally whole and mature. That's the mm. first thing that we all need to know. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of a tough pill sometimes to swallow as a parent, you know, because that could have like a negative impact on you as a parent as like, wow. I didn't do a good enough job as a parent to make sure my kid was emotional, emotionally healthy to, 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 to shove off into life, you know, into their adulthood, you know. And that's not the case, though. It's really not the case. Um, and, and I have to say that you can't really get wrapped up in that as a parent or mm-hmm. even as an individual because you haven't really experienced all that you need to experience by the time that you hit age 18 in order yeah. to be um, completely an emotionally mature person. So I don't think that, the, I think that our expectation of ourselves is, oh, when I'm 18, I'm, guess what? I'm old enough to vote. I'm right. old enough to join the military. Yeah. I should be old enough and, you know, capable enough to make all of these incredibly adult decisions in life. Mm-hmm. But that is really just not the case. Exactly. Um, in fact, like we've talked about in previous episodes, mm-hmm. our brain isn't completely developed mm-hmm. to about yet 24, 25, either. Right. Yeah. Isn't completely developed either. So we're not even technically capable of making those decisions yet. So it's just, it's still a process. So let's all have patience with ourselves. Right. Let's just start off there. Yeah. And, and let, give yourself a minute. It's yeah. okay. And give, give ourselves a minute as, as parents to, to, uh, you know, forgive yourself. Yeah. You know, hold yourself to a high standard as a parent. Sure. But allow yourself some grace as a parent. Absolutely. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, because, again, we all have some kind of baggage that we carry or some mm-hmm. unhealthy pattern that we may carry with yeah. us. And, um, but as long as we get can identify what that looks like or, you know, yeah. figure it out along the way, then that's absolutely. really the important part. Um, the next part of it is that whatever that baggage or unhealthy pattern is, to what degree does that impact us in our life and in our relationships? Read that. Say that again. So what degree does it impact us in our life and in our relationships? Yeah. So, no, the first part of that. Um, the unhealthy baggage yeah. or, the, so, so, or the patterns. Yeah, so that's the stuff we carry, the, the baggage that we right. carry in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can obviously handle or it can have a huge impact on us. Especially if you kind of keep it covered, you know, because you're, it, it's that shame, you know, you're ashamed of that emotional damage, whether it was physical, mental uh, abuse, you know, um, any kind of abuse, you know. Sure. And or just trauma you face, you know, we were talking about that the other day or like yesterday about uh, uh, about scary things. Right. Especially with, with as we're watching Stranger Things and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. You know, th- th- there's some things that I, I'm just... Like, it doesn't, like, scare me like it used to, but there's some things that happened in my childhood where, like, I get really freaked out about some stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, you love uh, listening to uh, a crime podcast, murder mystery podcast, yes, uh, podcast and stuff like that. I don't because, you know, not that we didn't any have, not that we didn't have, like, real experiences at that, but there are some things that happened in my childhood that really kind of... Like it, it, like it, I'm like, you know what? I don't have to deal with that stuff anymore and I don't want to, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah. No, so, so yeah. So if you don't, it, it, 
I, I would say the first thing is always identify it. And in any relationship, especially if it's friends or if you're, you're in a marriage, you know, or you're walking towards marriage, you know, helping your spouse, um, I, um, you guys identify that together. You know, that way you can uh, grow from it into it because I, I didn't, you know, it, when we when we first started dating and getting, got married and stuff, it took me a long time to get past some of this stuff and I'm still dealing with some of that stuff, you know? Yeah, and I think that's that's important too is that um, some things we just, you can't really outgrow this stuff. Yeah. You really have to work through it. It's yeah. not trauma and, and these kinds of unhealthy emotional things don't just go away. Yeah, it, you can't really just outgrow it. Well, and sometimes I I think that with that there there there's this perception. We see this a lot in ministry. We see this a lot with people when um when 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 they say yes to Jesus. It's like everything is healed, everything is completely, you know, everything's perfect and it's not. Or or when you um when you get free from an addiction, you get free from something. Can Jesus heal you instantly? Absolutely. Can he set you free instantly from things? Absolutely. But because Satan knows where to attack us, um, there's still some of those things that are open. So we have to be cautious and know what those things are. So and um, so we know when when those things start to pop up, we know how to deal with it and, and who to go talk to and be around and stuff like that. And the same thing with our emotional health. You know, um, it's not just a one and done. Right. With everything, some things are deep, and it takes a lot of years yeah. to come out, or you know, to 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 you know, um, to to deal with absolutely it, over your lifetime, you know. Yeah. So and you have to be okay with that. Yeah, you, you know, one of those. I'm I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but I was just thinking of my great grandmother. <laughs> you know, when um, oh, sorry, I like <laughs> I gotta take a drink. <laughs> sorry, um, that's so horrible podcasting, but it's keeping it real. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's all good, people. No worries. But I'll, I'll never forget when um, I think it was my when she first heard me preach at our church up in Ohio, or was it when I kind of first said yes to Jesus and kind of started walking this path? And she passed away. She was one hundred one, hundred two, something like that. You know, um, she told me, you know, is that when she came to visit us? So it was the first time she heard me preach. <laughs> So she like when I come off the stage, she's sitting in the front row with all you guys, and so, like, she gives me a hug, says, "I'm so proud of you." All this, all this stuff. In that moment, she said, "You know, for 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 years, in years, I thought I was living as God wanted me to, as a as a Southern Democrat. No offense, Democrats, but as a Southern Democrat who hated black people. She goes, I hated people because of the, the color of their skin." And she goes, that was a shame. I was so ashamed and guilty of that. And so, and it took her years upon years to work through why to finally say, you know, to, to be free from that, you know? And so even though she was a Jesus follower, and I know she's in heaven, there, there was this part of her that still hated people all because she was raised that way. Yeah. And so she, so it took her until she was probably in her late seventies, early eighties before it all kind of washed out, you know, but there was this guilt that she carried around, you know? Yeah. And so that's one of those lifelong things that can, can, can haunt you and you just got to work through, you know? Yeah. And actually that, um, brings me to, um, this quote that I want to read to you guys. So there was this book, um, the author's name is Peter Scazzaro. I hope I'm saying that correctly. It's called emotionally healthy spirituality. And he writes this, Shame, secrets, lies, betrayals, 
relationship breakdowns, disappointments, and unresolved longings for unconditional love lie beneath the veneer of even the most mm. respectable families. That's really good. In other words, everyone has them. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are or what you know, what you think everything looks rosy on the outside of this family or that yeah. family or that perfect Facebook person mm. or whatever. Mm. Everybody has this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, we're all going through it. It's just a matter of what is it that someone else is carrying. Yeah. You know, so so, so many times in life when we're going through bad things, I remember just where I lived at and the things I walked through as a kid, I would look at other people and and saw where they lived at or saw that their both of their parents were at everything, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I was like, man, that dude has, or that person has it perfect in their life. And they didn't, you know. Um, I was... I could realize that, you know, people would tell me that, but I was just like, yeah, but are their lights going to be on when they get home? I have no idea. It's a 50-50, like, toss-up right now. If my lights are going to be on, where am I going to eat at? Am I going to have to go to my neighbor's house to eat? All these other things, you know, mm-hmm. is my mom going to be passed out, laid out somewhere, you know, all these things. And so, um, you know, so we have these perceptions that, that, that because of our, our trauma and our emotional stuff that everybody else doesn't have that, you know, mm-hmm. when that's not, it's simply not or true. Or we think ours is the worst. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Versus someone else's. Yeah. We do the comparison. Yeah. Thing. Well, it's it, sometimes those like, do you think sometimes those, those folks who think their trauma is the worst are really hard to kind of talk off the ledge as far as like dealing with. To get Actually, past. I'm going to make okay. you pause on that because <laughs> we're going to talk about what okay. that, what that really means. Okay. All right. Um, when we compare All our right. traumas right. Like or, or our emotional I like difficulties. That. I like that. Um, in, so in, I'm going to ask well, you. Well, in the oh, business, we call that a tease. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to hold on to that. But, um, so I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, thinking back over, I know you've already shared quite a bit, but mm-hmm. thinking back over, what was the biggest piece of emotional um, trauma or damage mm. that you had to carry into adulthood? You know, it's easy to say watching my mom be physically abused or or her, you know, beating up other people, you know. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say money issues, you know, all these things. But quite honestly, um, it's the feeling of not being good enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because you grew, I grew up in a certain place. It was never good enough to be this. wasn't wasn't good enough for this, you know, or that. You know, I think back to when I was the last player cut um, in my sophomore year of baseball. You know, it was the very last player cut, and the guy who made it before who who made it. You know, it, unless we we're going to be sophomores on the varsity team, we we're just going to ride the bench. You know, but because of who his family was, right. You know, and what car they drove, and what neighborhood they lived in, and the influence that his his in his long history of his family had, yeah, rendered into that decision. Absolutely. You know, and so that so those things happen when you get passed over. You know, um, you always feel like you're not good enough, or when you know you're good enough, but it just doesn't happen. Those are those things that really kind of still impact me today mm-hmm. that I still walk through. You know, and I really get in my feels about, but I le- I've learned emotionally how to deal with them. You yeah. Know, so. Okay, so that actually is part of the next question: is does it still impact you? Does that? Yeah. Piece oh, of ab- still absolutely, it does. Absolutely, yeah. it does. And I can, like I've told you before, I can feel it coming on. Yeah. yeah. I can feel it coming over my body. I it, it starts either in my soul or my stomach or my heart or my mm-hmm. head. I can just feel it rushing over me like a cold. Yeah. You know. So yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna share mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
my biggest piece of emotional damage, um, I guess, thinking back over, you know, I kind of thought about a couple different things. Mm-hmm. And like you, I could easily pick out sort of the, the big ones. Like, I could pick out the fact that I didn't have a dad growing up or, mm-hmm. you know, the terrible things that he did to my mother or right. um, our family life or, you know, all the obvious things. Right. But I think for me, in the in its basic boiled down thing it really comes to security yeah um i have a big issue because we grew up with not a lot of money Mm -hmm. um and we just didn't really know when we were gonna have the next of anything yeah um so money and security is very important to me um and it unfortunately has impacted many of my own decisions, many of the, just all the different things in my life. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So that for me is definitely. That's really good. Uh, yeah. 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 But, but you know how you, you, between myself and some other folks, you've really kind of, you know how to work through that stuff. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I, again, like today we're talking about identifying your root. Once mm. you know what it is, yeah. there's lots of different ways that you can manage working through those things. Right, absolutely. Um, and so we, you and I have, have done that. Yeah. Have worked through lots and, and lots, taken lots of avenues to work through and talk talk about and share those things. So this is the first step, y'all. Um, <laughs> so before we move on to the next part of it, the challenge for everyone else out there is to look through your past, kind of... Look back over your childhood even if you have to go back that far. Some people don't yeah. have to. could yeah. be stuff that's happened more recently. Um, and think about what is it what is it that you're carrying into, you know, into this time period right now that's affecting yeah. you emotionally. You, you, you know, we see that a lot being in ministry and, and stuff like that, leading people and being servant leaders. Yeah. You know, walking people through different issues in their life and how the emotional trauma is connected to a lot of things, you know. And a lot of times that comes up. There's this there's this crazy church saying, um, hurt people hurt people. Yeah, you know, for sure. and so people don't know they're hurting people or that they're really deeply hurt until until they start to hurt people and then they start to take a step back. Well, wow, this is connected to this. This is where this fruit is. You yeah. Know? So yeah, in fact, um, in this book that we're reading, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Scazzaro calls that the iceberg syndrome. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you know when you see an iceberg floating. Um, in cold water, all all that you see is the tip. Yeah. But what's actually the the biggest part of the iceberg, or the you know the toughest part, is the what's underneath the surface of the water is this giant block of ice. Yeah. And that's really the hard part uh-huh. that you have to get to. Well, because almost just like the Titanic, all you see is the top of the iceberg. Right. And and before you know it, you run into this big iceberg and it sinks everything around you, your family. Yeah. All the stuff that you've probably worked hard to get. To or this wherever you wherever you're at, and it's and you know we see that so we've seen it so much in ministry and, mm-hmm. and in the church world, not at our church, but in other churches. You know we've seen yeah, that just in, in general. In general, in yeah. general yeah. yeah, it can it can wreck your world. Yeah, totally, it can take you out. Absolutely, completely. yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so how do you know if you're still affected? I guess that's the next part of this. Is how do you know if you're still affected by? Um, by that emotional, by that root? Yes. I, I would say, you, for me, um, a, a good indicator is it takes so long to get over. 
Right. You know, that you don't know, that, that there's no steps of how to get over it. You know, there is no um, multiple ways. It, it takes you so long to get over it that it affects every, it becomes so toxic to everybody around you. Yeah. But they only want to be around you, you know. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. So there's... um. There's some there's some warning signs yeah. that, um, like you said, you be you can become a very toxic person when when this when this happens yeah. to show up in your life, um, and it, like we said in in the beginning, it shows up in your relationships, yeah, um, not just in your marriage, but in your friendships and all, all yeah. your work relationships, all you know well, in general. Can, so can, can I just use an example? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I think about my mom, you know, who passed away last year. Yeah. You know, she was very toxic, um, and. Um, in certain things in her life and it came out in her relationships with um just being very honest uh i would say our two daughters yes you know 100 um it came off very toxic you know yeah and, and it hurt their relationship you know and to the point where um they you know they chose not to have anything to do with her once they got old enough to right. you know to be a certain yeah. age they chose not to have and, a relationship and, and that's all my mom yeah. You know, for causing that and not identifying it. Yeah, you know? she is a classic symptom mm-hmm. of number one. Which and is? it says we're getting attention through our pain and yep. negativity. Oh, woe is me. Yes. Woe is me. Look at me. The yes. whole world. Five steps forward, ten, ten, ten steps back. Yeah. You know, and that I dealt with that, and that's part of that not being good enough kind of syndrome, you know. Yeah. And what that does. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go oh, ahead. Yeah, what that does is, is create that and... Well, oh, woe is me. Nobody wants to be around that. No. You know, like you can walk through it, you know, and you can deal with it, you know. But what's great is when people recognize that. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, because they, what they do is they put it on display. Yeah. Yep. Uh, on, the on the regular yep. basis. Yeah. Um, the, the second one is um, you cannot experience joy or contentment in your current situation. Mm. Chances are you are emotionally immature. Um, and you are you have an unhealthy root that needs work. Yeah. So there's a, there's like there I would call that unhealthy ambition too, you know where wherever you're at is not good enough. But there's healthy ambition, mm-hmm. you know there's you know there's heavenly ambition. There's all these ambitions that are great, but that is you just want to keep going and keep going and keep going because wherever you're at is not good enough, right. you know. So yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, also in relationships, yeah, like you're, yeah, yeah, you know, oh, like, uh, like, oh, this, um, uh, we just listened to a video about this, you know, like, oh, um, man, I do love everything about this person, but wow, look at this person over here, they got it going on, they got everything that this person doesn't have, yeah. and more, and then you get to that person, oh wow, next thing you know, you're moving yeah. on to the next person and the next person, and, and next thing you know, you created this whole line of destruction, right? You know, exactly in people, right. you know, yeah, yeah. So, um, number three is constantly blaming others. Oh, wow. That's um, really good. For a pattern that keeps repeating over and over, mm-hmm. um, in your own relationships or work life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's this kind of funny old, old <laughs> saying where like, um, if it keeps happening over and over, there might, the problem might be you and not right. them. And right. that's, that's really what this is <laughs> there about. There was this hook in this song that, uh. That Master P made back in the day. Uh, Ooh, it ain't my fault. Hey, it ain't my fault. (laughs) You know? So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. Absolutely. Very classic. Yep, totally agree. Um, Number four, are you living out... Are you you living out of reaction to others? Mm. Either people-pleasing or... um, Or the opposite, digging lines in the sand. Yeah. And I think both can be okay. You know, 
both are needed in certain certain industries and stuff like that. But is that the way you live your life? You right. Know? And, and I and I think we live in a society today because of all the stuff around. It's easy to say that as a, as an old geezer, you know, where it's like, oh hey. Um, I want to, I don't want to be canceled. So I'm going to say everything is okay. I don't want to take it. I, you know, I don't want to piss anybody off. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to ride this fence and do this. Or, or you're the like, you know, this is my line in the sand. And if you, if you don't, as long as you're not over here, we're good. But I hate everybody on the other side. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to, I mean, this. these are the things, you have to ask yourself, why are you doing it? Go back to your root. Why yeah, are you Why, why are you doing yeah. this? Why are you acting this yeah. way? Why is it causing you to feel this mm-hmm. way? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And the last one, number five, is are you constantly judging other people's journey? Comparing, mm. this is the one I, when I said, hold on. Yeah. Because comparing yourself to them or wanting to one-up others. Yeah. If you're on the constant comparison with someone else's journey, um, to your journey, yeah. then you really need to consider why am I doing that? Yeah. Why Why does it matter? Absolutely. Why is it more important for mine to look better than theirs? Absolutely, I totally agree. Or for my for my trauma to be, you know, more on display than theirs, or mm. my more is is what I'm going through more important than what they're going through. And, and I think that's a perfect way to end that. Is what I'm going through, what I'm going through is way more important than anybody else's trauma in their yeah. life. You know, so. Yeah, like we said, everybody's going through something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great, great job, honey. Really appreciate that. All right. Here, so you, you good? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm good. I mean, I just hope everyone can um, identify the route before next week when we talk yeah, about some more good. things. Yeah, if you got any questions or what, whatnot, hit us up in the DMs on, on our social media stuff, on Dorothy's Instagram or my Instagram. Listen, we're not scared of DMs, you know, so uh, we'll answer questions. Um, and, and I would also say that um, identify your route. And if you're listening... Hit us up. Hey, this is what my route was, you know? Yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear. We won't We won't put you on blast, I promise. So uh, until next week, uh, go Gators, beat Kentucky, go Bills, beat the Rams, and go Bucks, beat, I think we play the Eagles. So, ooh, ooh, yeah. Dirt, yeah, that's Dirty Birds Atlanta. Definitely so, yeah. need to beat them. So anyway, see you all next week and have a great rest of your week. Peace out.